Welcome along to Stuck On Air with me, Dan Formless, every Friday, 5 till 7 on Hoxton FM. Got Leroy Roberts here. I'm with Seth Choxo. With DJ Pierre. We've got Evo Zanev here. Do we have a surprise? Are we able to be able to play one of the biggest highlights of my entire musical career? DJ, premiere. So my mother has a heavy vinyl collection. Heavy. <laughs> Have you borrowed records from her? Oh yeah, I stole a lot of them, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> With Rob Starr, who's just arrived on his bicycle. And it gave me that same feeling, it was like, wow, we're going to do something really amazing here. And it was, it was beautiful. Very pleased to say we're joined by Derek May. At one point last night, you cut the music and you shouted out. Hey, what did you say? I love my job. You are listening to Hoxton.
too stuck on air with me down formless i've now managed to realize that the second mic is the one that is working we are live from 93 feet east which is why i'm slightly out of breath but not as out of breath as my guest owen howes who is currently i quote legging it from the station to get here he's come over from berlin he's here for some gigs this weekend and he's very kindly agreed to come down and have a chat and play some tunes so we're going to find out all about what he's been up to over there which includes a Kickstarter campaign for his Carousel record shop. Thank you. 
ugly girls. Ugly girls in Miami. I think everything is now working perfectly as I start talking, the mic cuts out. But other from that, everything is working perfectly. And I'm playing this brand new Says track, which is out on Deep Freaks, which is a Portuguese label. He's just been over from New York. He was my guest last week and he picked up about a dozen copies of this record. And he actually couldn't fit them all into his bag when he left yesterday. So. Um, I got a copy. No, no, he gave me one before. I bought another copy as a gift to someone. But um, yeah, love, love uh, everything that Says is doing. It's really cool hanging out with him all week. Worked on a couple of tracks. Hopefully we'll get those finished. Uh, we we're hoping to get them done whilst we were in the same room, but it's not, not happened as usual. Uh, we're gonna talk to Owen Howes in a little bit and maybe I'll ask him some tips on production and collaboration and stuff like that. But um, I'm going to let this one play. So this is Says, S-A-E-S. Check him out. You probably should have if you listened in last week. And in a bit, we're going to chat with Owen Howes. Between you and I.
So this one is Disco, oh, microphone. It's Disco Bar, and it's the 2.1 version, so the second release, the first half, so it's the 12-inch one. You can still grab copies of this in Love Vinyl. I saw it there yesterday, I think, when I was dragging. I oh know it was Wednesday. Leroy Roberts, Says, and me went record shopping, and Leroy Roberts flagged very, very early. I think he was trying to drag his records around that he bought. So uh, he went to Fonica and then came to Christina, and then he just ran away. Uh, but I took Says over to Love Vinyl as well, which is a great local shop in Hoxton. You should definitely check it out. Come out of Hoxton Station, turn right, and then as soon as you get to a load of shops on your left, it's one of those. Really, really nice guys there. And uh, as I say, they've got these in stock, and I should probably stop talking because I'll have no chance to mix into it.
Just got to shout out these boys as well. This is Odd on Soul Asylum, and this track is called Vortex. Absolutely love this release and uh, love the label.
Owen Howes here and I thought it'd be a great opportunity before he plays for the next hour to get a few words of him because he's got lots going on. He's uh, no longer a London native. No, no, I've jumped ship. Uh, And first you jumped ship to Australia, is that right? I did, yeah. I went back to Australia where I spent a bit of time as a kid. So I managed to got like uh, dual nationality. I've got Australian citizenship. But yeah, I went back there for a year. And then, um, yeah, after a year decided to come back, back to Europe. But this time in Germany, so in Berlin now. Because it's so expensive to live here, or because it's so open for creatives, or um, a mixture of a lot of those factors. So uh, wanting to pursue something like Carousel, which I think we'll talk about later, um, that sort of environment where your cost of living is a bit lower. I thought, okay, this is a real opportunity to make the most of my time, as opposed to here, I was sort of working constantly, as a lot of, as a lot of people are. Um, so that's definitely a part in it, and obviously a really healthy, thriving music scene. Um, and having lived here for about seven years, I just thought, <laughs> give it a go, you know. So you got here this morning, you landed, and you've, you kind of confided in me that you felt like a tourist in your own kind of city. Yeah, definitely. I asked the uh, the Oyster Card man if I could use it on the overground, and I realised I was being very, very daft. But, um, but yeah, it's lovely to be back. I think London's one of the greatest cities on earth. You can't, can't beat its diversity, so. When the sun is shining. Yes, in the summer. The winter is a bit miserable, as is Berlin. <laughs> but yeah, Berlin, um, tell us a bit about it. Can you can you give us an idea of maybe, uh, destroy some stereotypes, possibly? It's good. Um, I think like London, it's a city that's going through a, a massive period of change. There's loads of sort of interest in it. So over the past five, ten years, I mean, I'm no expert, but it really is changing a lot, um, as London is. Um, there, it's just my personal angle on it. Um, those changes seem to be being managed a little better and with other people's interests at heart, not always just the sort of uh, property development and, do you know what I mean, the sort of wealthier end of the, the city's population getting the, the benefits. So I feel personally that it's managed a little better there, but it is going through a great time of change. Um, but it's, yeah, it's filled with interesting people with a lot to say, a lot of people trying to get ideas off the ground, whether it's something creative, um, not necessarily business-minded. Um, so yeah, I just feel like I'm in good, good company there at the moment whilst we try and get this record shop open. And so speaking about the record shop, this is Carousel Records and you've been running a Kickstarter and uh, that's all closed now, so we're not like sort of, please donate money, but uh, tell us a bit about Carousel Records and the, the vision for it. 
Yeah, so the idea, it's probably has a lot of parallels with running a radio station, is just to try and create a sort of community-minded, driven place that sort of connects people in the name of music uh, and in, in the name of people as well. Um, so I got together with my friend Mike, who we've sort of been mates for, you know, going on 10 years. Um, we put out a record as Carousel first by a guy from Toronto called Benjamin Wood. Um, and then we both thought, right, we're both at a stage in our life where we want to try something a little bit entrepreneurial, um, but still on a very small scale. And we came to the conclusion we'd like to try and do a record shop. Um, as you can imagine, it's broken down into loads of phases. So at first we've got this online shop launching sort of imminently. And then throughout the year, we've got these sort of pop-up shops. So at markets in Berlin, like a very small shop where we can road test the idea of a physical space. And then of course, the, the dream would then be towards the end of the year, find the perfect affordable perhaps even disused space um, and put in a proposal to you know give it a lot of TLC and make that our home um, but very much doing it sort of one step at a time at the minute and break, trying to break up into manageable phases because I get super excited and ambitious and try and do loads of things and then that sounds very well thought out I think not most people who start a business are like yeah I just want to take over the world and uh, I'll do that tomorrow and then the day after I'll rest yeah yeah, yeah that's true yeah, there's definitely been a lot of thought and preparation and um, yeah I think as long as we take our time with it and enjoy what we're doing and if you're passionate about what you're doing I'm confident that only good things will happen you know so. Well I studied business and um, having started Hoxton FM nearly four years ago I always uh, subscribe to the belief that it takes two years to, to you know turn a profit and like really start surviving it actually takes four years in my opinion now but um, you know I don't want to put you off. <laughs> Noted I'll just scribble that down. Yeah, no, but I'm sure in Berlin it's a, a more conducive environment to kind of succeed. And uh, the things I've noticed are that um, I think technically Berlin is bankrupt, but it's supported by the rest of the, the country. And so it's kind of always maintaining kind of a, a more ethical view on, on how it does stuff. And it's not all about money men. Whereas in some ways people would say that London carries the rest of Britain or England uh, in its financial kind of status and things like that. So there's a very different focus. And yet somehow two creative scenes are kind of I would consider you know, probably two of the more important creative scenes in uh, Europe I don't know there's I mean Paris is definitely growing with its techno scene and um, where else is there there's I think Amsterdam's amazing at the moment Amsterdam and probably Barcelona sort of <laughs> only via the internet I can see there's lots of quite interesting looking parties going on there but you're right I think there's a bit of a, a nice correlation between London and Berlin at the moment with people coming over here play and then going over the back to Berlin to play. Um, it's very exotic to look at Berlin from London and vice versa I've noticed. We have a lot of listeners in Berlin which is great thank you very much all listeners but um, I sometimes look at it and think why you know why so many but I think it's this we've both kind of both cities casting longing glances at each other a little bit like I, I don't know what Berliners think is so great about London maybe you've spotted that. Well, that's a good question I think both cities are just massive cultural hubs. Um, London, I find, is really enriched by the variety of different types of walks of life and different types of people, um, as is Berlin. But um, yeah, it's hard to know what, if someone was a Berliner looking at London, what they'd find so appealing. But it's a, yeah, it's a bustling, fantastic city. What's not to like about London? I love it. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's very, very cosmopolitan. I've, I, the first year, I think I was the only person of real English heritage involved in the station. Everyone else had some incredible kind of tapestry of, of, of backgrounds. So that that is um, it's nice because you've got the whole world on your doorstep and hopefully some of the the cream of the crop from every country and city comes here um, I think I think with Berlin you've got um, it's just just 
everything seems possible maybe i think there's there's a lot of barriers in london especially with clubs um people complaining about it but i think there's a lot of great clubs opening in london still but um th- does it feel like things are more possible in berlin uh, yeah, definitely. I mean, again, I'm not speaking from years and years of experience. Uh, probably people who know a lot better than me, but I think in terms of the arts and nightlife, um, I think it's not being invested in, but I think it's a bit more respected as a, like a legitimate artistic thing as opposed to here. I think there's a slightly different different angle on it. Um, I'm sure, yeah, there's probably someone who might argue it's perhaps not like that, but I feel when I'm, when I'm in Berlin that uh, it's... Yeah, a little more. Um, I've lost the words. I was going to ask you: Is everyone a DJ in Berlin, like in London? Yes, <laughs> that, thousands of them. <laughs> They're everywhere. You can never be more than six feet away from a, a DJ in, in probably any city now these days. Yeah, you'll be you'll be sat on the U-Bahn and you'll just clock like the Sennheiser HD 25s. You give them the little nod, and he's got he's got a couple of records on him. Those, those are headphones for the three non-DJs listening. Um, so I, I tend to ask this kind of question to, to everyone. Um, can you tell us what inspires you, where you get your inspiration from? Is, is there a specific place or c- can you kind of share a little bit about your kind of creative process? Um, yeah, in terms of writing music, I think people and past life experience and um, like for instance, at the moment, I haven't written a whole heap of music. I've sort of found that trying to open this record shop has has somehow ended up really satisfying me and I haven't really felt like sitting down and making music. Um, but when I, when I was making a lot of music, especially when I was here in Lewisham, uh, yeah, I think it's a mixture of things. Those around you, good experiences, bad experiences. Um, so you're, you're channeling your emotions, basically, but at the moment the record shop is, is kind of dominating all of that. Yeah, and it's, uh, it's been surprisingly enjoyable. It's sort of consuming me, but in a really, really positive way. And, and for people who maybe um, haven't heard that much from you, can you give us an idea of like, your body of work, uh, the sort of labels you've released on and who you've been involved with? Sure, yeah. So, uh, gosh, about five years ago now, me and a few friends started a label. Well, it was originally a party in Brixton uh, in the basement of a club, which I think might have closed now, called Plan B. Uh, so it has, yeah. Closed, oh, another one bites the dust. But, um, yeah, it was in the basement there. It was like the last Friday of every month. And it was sort of slightly UK leaning in its sound, so we were booking like lots of hot flush artists and stuff. There was some house and techno, but it always had this sort of UK Bristol edge to it. Um, that went on for sort of a few months, and then as that happened, we started releasing music. So then the monthly party would also double up as a sort of EP launch for the artists. Um, and then eventually, after I think a year or two, we stopped doing the parties, and now we just do the records. Um, so yeah, that's been going about five years now, and um, tonight actually we're doing a, a party in Peckham um, with some guys called Submit. Um, and then yeah, following on from that, it's now sort of Carousel, Carousel. So I'm sort of split between Shades and Carousel. As you know, music it's it's more of a hobby than anything, um, but something I find really really positive and satisfactory. <laughs> so you're you're over to play that party, but are you playing any other parties this weekend as well? Uh, no, just that one. So I'm playing. Early, I'm playing like an ambient set, so I'm playing from 10 till 11 or 12. Um, unless it gets really busy, I'd probably be tempted to start playing something other than ambient music. So I'm playing an ambient sort of warm up set, um, and then again at four until close, but with all the guys that I started Shades with, uh, which is really nice because we're very rarely all in the same place now. Um, so yeah, I think we'll all just, just have a bit of fun, and there'll be loads of old mates from New Cross, and yeah, it should be good. Excellent. And I'm just going to ask you one more question. Um, if you could go back in time 
to the beginning of when you kind of got involved in, in making music and being involved in the scene and you could give yourself one piece of advice, the young you, what advice would you give yourself? Uh, don't rush. I really, for some weird reason, got it in my head when I decided, okay, I really want to make music, this is what I'm going to do. I'd be like, I just need to release a track. That's what I need to do to do something. Uh, it sounds bizarre now even saying it, but just like rushing to get a track out, almost caring less about the track and just thinking I just need to, to I think that's a sort of a common mistake. And even now I have to go, oh, and don't rush, you know, give it, listen to the track for a few months. Like what's the, what's the big rush basically? Um, and then the same with running a label. Um, often speak to friends who are like really eager to put a 12 out. Um, and then maybe like cutting a couple of corners just to get it out and I think take your time. I think there's that fear of um, what I've made now is, is kind of it's, it's relevant and current and if I don't get it out in the next few months then everything will move on and I'll be this, this will be out of date when it eventually comes out. Yeah absolutely and a, a lot of producers a lot of my good friends me included it's like when it's finished you suddenly you do really want to get out and I mean don't even get me started on demos I'm absolutely terrible sending people demos that probably aren't actually even finished yet but I just can't wait to try and further the idea or the project and find a home for it but deep down I know I should come back to it tomorrow I still can't help send an email off yeah. I've kind of fallen into the other end of the spectrum which is really like where you I spent two and a half years working with this guy and we haven't we only sent one demo of one track for one possible various artists uh, because the guy was like I've got one space and and uh, yeah so we're kind of the other end and we're just mixing down and mixing down and but I'm, I'm, I'm very happy with where we're getting to and I think we're kind of light at the end of the tunnel so it's kind of nice to hear from someone who's much more established going don't rush I'm like yeah I haven't been for quite a few years but um, so Owen Howes thank you very very much uh, can you just remind people where you'll be playing tonight in case they want to come down south of the river sure so uh, this evening in Peckham at the Bussey building um, it's dark sky um, submit and shades takeover it's a big 900 capacity warehouse and um, yeah kicking off at about 10 o'clock um, and yeah any anyone's welcome fantastic right we're gonna let this one play out and then Owen is gonna play for the next hour uh, thank you very much for coming along, Owen. Real pleasure to see you again, and um, good luck with Carousel Records. Cheers, and thanks a lot for having me. Appreciate it.
I'm losing control. 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 I'
So that last hour was Owen Howes in the mix on Stuck On Air, live from 93 Feet East. Thanks so much for that, Owen. It's, it's pretty Trown Prince heavy there, was it? Or was that just starting and ending? It was, yeah. Got a bit carried away. Uh, yeah, then recently come back to the front of the record box, virtual or digital one. <laughs> yeah, very good. Very, very good. Uh, yeah, I can only seem to find that on vinyl. I don't know, I don't know how you get hold of this music. Obviously, digitising a lot, and and this this last one I've heard this before. So this is, what is this one? Uh, it's the Isley mix of Cardiology. Um, it's very 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 long, so I often tend to play it slightly shorter than it than it's meant to be. But yeah, it's a lovely track. Yeah, very very uh, recognisable. Really really love that. So thanks a lot for coming down. If anyone wants to go and catch Owen at the Bussy Building tonight, he is playing for I've forgotten the name of the party already. I want to say the wrong name. Uh, it's called uh, Submit. And what was the, the collective that you're part of? The Shades. Shades, that's it, right, okay. Um, so, yeah, and then you're back off to Berlin or? Uh, yep, back off tomorrow, I think. Yeah. So everyone needs to go and check out Carousel Records, uh, show your support. Next time you're over in Berlin, it might be not just a pop-up, it might be an existing shop, for everyone knows. Yeah, I think by the end of the year, we should have a physical space, so you're more than welcome to come yourself for a coffee next time you're over. I definitely will. Maybe a beer. Uh, right. Speaking of beer, let's uh, let's get let's get to the bar. We'll let this one play out, and then we will be cutting back to the studio where Monica Ross and Shay Spooner will be doing the Sundown Show. If you're out and about and want to enjoy the sunshine and a beer, then come down to 93 feet east. We are stuck 93 feet east all night. It's free entry. Please bring ID. We've got uh, Silt, who's going to be playing next from seven o'clock. And then Slavy Peeve is stepping up. And finally, Sebastian Clone comes back and plays back to back with me from 11 o'clock. So we're going all the way through till 1. I uh, hope to see you down here. Otherwise, I will catch you next Friday, 5 till 7, stuck on air.